0: Hello and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Aaron Kerr, your host for today. Today we're looking at Proverbs chapter 15, verse 20, chapter 30, verse 11, and verse 17 together. It says this, A wise son brings joy to his father, but a foolish man despises his mother. There are those who curse their fathers and do not bless their mothers. The eye that mocks a father that scorns an aged mother will be pecked out by the ravens of the valley, will be eaten by the vultures. Now, as we continue to look at how God wants us to live wisely in the world, the question is raised, how should we treat our father and mother? It's really important. I can think of countless examples in my life where it seemed like the kids, not the parents in the home, were really the ones in charge. The kids would not listen to their parents or they'd talk back in a way that would have easily gotten me disciplined in my house. The consequences of such homes were usually chaotic and were driven by the whims and the emotions of the children rather than the leadership of the parents. So what we see here from this vivid description, especially in verse 17, is that such behavior is a symbol of a world that looks unhealthy, ugly, and even like death to God's healthy hierarchy of relationships within a family unit. Notice it says, The eye that mocks a father that scorns an aged mother will be pecked out by the ravens of the valley, will be eaten by the vultures. Talk about making your point. A buried carcass is a dishonorable and a tragic end. And the wisdom writer wants to warn us to avoid such a foolish end to treating our parents without honor and respect, no matter how foolish or evil they may actually be. Now, I like how Keller clarifies what the writer is not saying, because some people honestly may read this and because of their painful childhood disregard this proverb entirely. But Keller rightly points out that this isn't saying To love or admire or even obey because one's parents may very well be evil or foolish, or it's time to grow up and make your own decisions to get out of the house. We have to remember that Proverbs are wise sayings, they're observations of how God created the world, and for us to live well by observing these patterns of God's blessings and cursings, all on the decisions that we make. So, this requires us to be humble. To humble ourselves and see how this applies to our relationship with our own parents with honor and respect, which can be pretty countercultural. Now, have you ever noticed how many kids' movies depict the kids as the heroes while the parents are the naive bystanders or uh, even the fools? As opposed to some cultures in our world that literally worship their parents like an idol, our culture can tend to worship youth as an idol at the expense of honoring the ones who actually brought us into the world. Now, either way, either end of the spectrum can be foolish. But what we find here is the call to bless your father and mother as a part of God's healthy social and moral order. Now, I know in my family growing up, I can recall times in which I didn't understand why my parents were reacting so strongly about one thing. And then yet, when I thought they would be reacting about another thing, not so much. I look back now and as a parent, I realize that number one, my parents were trying to do the best they could. And number two, I can see why they would say no or be concerned about me going to certain parties or hanging out with certain people while at the time I felt like they were being oppressive. It's taken me time to see more clearly that they were trying to protect me and guide me to make better decisions even though I'd get angry or even mock them and occasionally despise their actions towards me. Now I don't know what kind of family you grew up with, but the point of these Proverbs here makes it clear. How can we honor our parents regardless of the past? How can we look to our true Heavenly Father and be refreshed by His perfect love for us to have the grace to honor our less than perfect parents in a way that demonstrates wisdom from God? Maybe it's not your parents that are challenging for you, maybe it's your in-laws. Uh, Maybe um, today could be an opportunity to change the script with how you approach and honor them. I like some of Keller's ideas here, and let's consider putting one or more of these into practice this week. Find ways to show them respect at holidays, at gatherings, with phone calls, or even with social media. Give credit where it is due. For example, I learned this from you and pointed out. Maybe it's time to forgive them for a wrong. Maybe it's time to look for ways in which you can see that they tried to make time or they sacrificed in some way for you. Choose to focus in on the good. Imagine the impact this might have on your kids or or others watching you. How might such honor and respect create a ripple effect to inspire those around you? Do you think our society could grow in this area of honor and respecting our parents? I think so. And I think it's God's desire for a healthy and thriving community. So let's pray about this together. Lord Jesus, for many of us, we have difficulty in talking about our parents. In some ways, we're grateful. In other ways, maybe we're disappointed or angry. We acknowledge that there are no perfect parents. You alone are perfect. But we choose to be grateful for using them to bring us into this world. Would you help us to seek the true and perfect love we need from you as our heavenly father and guide us to honor our parents in a way this week that delights you in Jesus name amen thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day please be sure to subscribe and share you can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content and remember no matter what happens there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done